Hello, hello. Um, it is a Memorial Day edition of the Loftus Party podcast. How's it going over there at the at you're at a, a different G- Liberty Gypsy location? Yes, I'm at the alternative camp, spending time with family and and folks from out of town. So having a little bit of fun. That's great. That's yep. great. You got a, You got a big barbecue plan. You're gonna go swimming. You're gonna go crazy out there. Yeah, we weren't gonna. We weren't gonna go as crazy as we were gonna go. There was gonna be tubing and all a, a lot of other fun. But it looks like we're also gonna get some rain. Which boo. But hey, my weekend boo. in Asheville was great. So we'll have to talk about that. Uh, but just at the very, the very top of the show, I get I get the Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. And the Memorial Day, Veterans Day is like for everybody who served, and thank you, thank you, thank you. And Memorial Day is when we remember those who lost their their lives mm-hmm. defending this great nation. So, yep. big shout out to to all those people. If you've got somebody in your life who I can't thank you enough. I mean, that's yep. just gonna um, it's gonna be a little bit saccharine and a little bit sweet, but I truly mean it. Um, a lot of really really great people. Uh, fought for us to be able to have barbecue, not only to have barbecues, all that, just uh, defend this great nation. So I want to, I want to recognize, I want to recognize those peeps on Memorial Day. I'm in a very strange mood. I'm just gonna, just gonna get that right out, right out of the gate. Very strange. Yeah, yeah. I had a weird dream the other night that someone stole my bike. Like I got back from the airport. And I had all my, <laughs> all my like my luggage, my money, everything. And these guys came up and they stole my bike. And I managed to get my money and my wallet and everything. So I had it. I had everything, but they got my bike and my luggage, and it was really freaking me out. And it's weird. I have not been able to shake this dream. I don't know what it means. Is that like when you were arriving back in New York or coming home to California? No, this was like two days ago. And, and you know what? And I don't know what city I was in. Like when I landed, but I was like, I knew I was like home. It was weird. I don't know what that means. Hopefully somebody can uh, uh, interpret that and get back to me on that. Yeah, okay, maybe, so there's. Maybe do it in a Facebook message. Here's what that actually means, Michael. Oh my God. <laughs> Facebook, social media, don't get me started. I could, I could literally go off for the entire hour of the show just about Facebook and, and Twitter and social media. And um, it's the weirdest thing. I, I honestly don't understand it. However, before we get into that, we're going to get into some fun stuff. You just went to like a, a beer tasting beer festival thing. Yes, I call it an annual pilgrimage. So we load up the wagon, you know. <laughs> you load up, you load we up load the up crystal the wagon, ball. <laughs> load up the crystal ball and the funky clothes and, you know, pick up a few friends on the way. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's called the Asheville Beer Week. And we show up on Thursday, and Thursday through Sunday is usually normally enough. But on Saturday, you go to the park in downtown Asheville, and there's about 50 tents for various craft breweries that have about four beers apiece, and they give you a four-ounce glass, and you get to go to every single one of them. That's great. A million years ago, I did uh, stand-up in, uh, oh my gosh, it was in San outside of San Francisco. It might have been, might have been San Jose. They did a big craft beer thing, the, the, the same thing. Mm-hmm. You had these cool little glasses, and you would just go around from tent to tent and try free beer and blah, blah, yep. blah. That's that's where I met, and I did stand-up at this show, and it was all, uh, you know, I, I was one of two comedians that actually got political. And I was doing my rah, rah, America, we're awesome, uh, George Bush is the best. <laughs> it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> Look up at the moon and our flag is up there and no other country's done that. <laughs> Suck it, losers. We're the best. Right? right. Right. And you know who loved it? Who? Will Durst. <laughs> that's, that's that's where I met Will Durst and we actually uh, became kind of uh, buddies. Nice. <laughs> and he went up nice. there and like slammed on, you know, this uh, Bush is a criminal and the Patriot Act and blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, we did a couple shows together, and he like looked at me like he couldn't, like he was staring at a Martian, like he just <laughs> couldn't believe it. And then he couldn't believe that like I was doing as well as I did. It's it's so great. I haven't thought I haven't thought of that in ages. Yeah, in no, it, ages. It turns out I, I'm a big craft beer person. I don't drink most commercially available beers, and this is one festival that if you really like craft beer or you're a home brewer, you should definitely take a look at going to. 
Okay, so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If you had to go into uh, a 7-Eleven and you cannot buy an imported beer, you got get, you're running into 7-Eleven, you got $20 in your hand, what beer do you buy? I don't buy Okay, for the sake of the game, <laughs> you have to buy something. I have to buy something? Yeah, you have to buy something or they will blow up your car and <laughs> shoot everyone you love. So I can't even get like a Guinness? Oh, no. No, you no, can't. No, I can't? It has to be an American beer. An American beer. I don't dun, dun, know dun, this for dun, a fact. Dun, I don't dun. know this for a fact, but I think it's an American beer. It's called Shock Top. Oh, my gosh. You just have to be. You couldn't say, like, so I'll make it even I'll like make it even easier for you. Okay. Miller, Budweiser, or Coors? Or perhaps Blue Ribbon? Oh, my God. Take PBR right off the list. That's like on no par PBR. with Natty, Natty Light. No, no, no. Um... They're all made from rice, so I'd probably close my eyes and pick one. Wow. <laughs> Seriously, they don't taste any different. You wouldn't to even me. go Michelob. Nope. You just you hate you hate American beer that much. I don't like lagers, and those are all lagers. Don't like lagers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Boy, so. that went nowhere. That was zero fun. I thought I'm we're sorry. Just I'm sorry. Something. I'm just like yeah. No, You're just I... a negative Nancy. No, I'm really positive for all these small businesses. Like one of the one of the folks we met the first year we went to this thing is is a group, and I'll give them a little shout out because they make fantastic craft beer. Um, and their their brewery is called Burial, and it was a young couple who had a couple acres, and they decided to take what they were growing and put it into this brewery. The the young young guy had always wanted to do it. I don't know, maybe he was in his late twenties. Yeah. Um, their place has in size has grown three times. It looks fantastic now. When we first went, it was literally like a speakeasy and you had to knock on the door and ask for permission to go in. Now it's a full bar and restaurant, um, brew their own beer, distributing regionally. I mean, it's a great small business story. I let's, love that. Let's show let's show them some love on the uh, website, theloftestparty.com. Yep, I will happily because their bartender, they actually ran out of a beer just as I was about to order it. And he said, there's one four pack in the back that one of the staff had set aside. I'm giving it to you. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> absolutely it. do it. Let's. Let's do a little. Uh, let's do a little piece. You know, just show them some love on on the website. I will. And you know what else we have to do uh, is we gotta be on the lookout to to raise some some money. I want to start doing some 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 charity work. I don't okay. want to lose sight of because there's so many awesome things going on. Mm-hmm. There's so many wonderful things happening. I also it's like it's like spinning plates, and I I, I have to constantly remember my remind myself. I wanted to do uh, more charity work. I wanted to do more stuff with uh, small businesses on the website, uh, and and we also need uh, some more nudity. So <laughs> all of these three, all of these three things: charity, uh, small business, charity, entrepreneurs, and nudity. And and just like the Bible says, it all starts at home. <laughs> Shop small business, give a little every week, and go get you some. Yes. Absolutely. Maybe so, maybe we should make T-shirts that say that. Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? There you go. It, the loftiest party. Have a beer. <laughs> Shop small Help. business. Go get you some and give a little back. Yeah. There yeah. Give, give a little back. Yep. And you That's, could flip those last two any way you want. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Charity's- yeah, charity starts at home. Uh, think locally, bang locally, something like that. We'll figure out a fun little phrase for it. We will. Sounds All like a good T-shirt stuff. for the tiger, though. Uh, yes, it does. You yes, know, it when does. you get the tattoo, maybe you could put it around the tattoo. Uh, that would be great. <laughs> Have it translated into Latin, so Even it better. looks like something like really cryptic. You know, like ooh, that's gonna be something deep, and then. <laughs> Somebody asks like, you and you go, no, what does that really? Mean? <laughs> uh, shop locally. Have you banged yet? And uh, here's some money for some charity. There you go. Okay. Uh, I'm very concerned about this whole there's, – there's a couple top topics I want to get to. First of all, and this is going to be so weird. This is a, this is like a bizarre exercise because this the segment actually airs tonight of uh, the Tucker Carlson show. I'm, I'm, I believe I'm going to be on Tucker Carlson. Now, this is a little glimpse inside that weird world. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. 
I, I, I predict it's going to be an absolute train wreck. That, that is my prediction. Stop. Now here's, no, here, now here's the reason why, and I, I find this very strange. Like when I went in to do CNN recently. Now here's the here's the great thing. Here's the good news in all of this. CNN calls me up. Uh, would you come in and comment on this? Uh, Fox News, Tucker Carlson, they, they reach out to have me on the show, which I'm totally thrilled with. Yeah, you know, Fox News, uh, CNN, Tucker Carlson, this is all wonderful, wonderful stuff. People are – the word is is getting out, and that's what I've always said. You can't keep something funny a secret, and bada-bing, bada-boom, here you have it. Now, when I'm on CNN, uh, I'm in this – I'm in the CNN studio. I got an earpiece in. I can see the person who's talking to me, and and of course they can see me, and I can – it's like having a conversation. Now, here's the weird thing about uh, the whole Fox News Tucker Carlson deal. I go – it's a studio. It's it's literally a little bit bigger than like a master bathroom in a, in a nicer home. It's just it's, – it's really small. And you're on this platform, and there's a screen behind you that's showing, uh, you know, the L.A. skyline on a loop, and cars are going by. And you have an earpiece in. There is no video to Tucker Carlson. You cannot see what's going on in the studio in D.C. Oh, so I misunderstood. I, I thought they meant that you meant you were just going to be audio with no video. That's what it was. So I'm sitting in this chair, like literally in this glorified closet, and I can hear what's going on in the studio, but I cannot see. And like as a comedian, it's a it's a disaster. It's an absolute <laughs> disaster. Like but, I can't hear, I can't hear him laughing. I I, I can't see his face. Uh, it's it's literally he could be making that that Tucker Carlson that that knit brow thing. It, I, it was just a disaster. I, I just feel it was a disaster, disaster, disaster. But they, we're going to be able to have, see your face in the segment, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, There's see no, I, yeah, okay, no. I thought you meant when you first texted that all we would hear was your video and they didn't or your audio and they didn't do any video. With your no. audio. Oh, they okay. Have a, I get it they now. Have a, they have a camera on me, and there's a smiley face, like an old school 1970s smiley face. That's where I'm supposed to look, mm-hmm. and that's it. There is no there is no monitor. And, like, I don't know if – is this – like, I don't know if he's trying to interrupt me or, like, I, no visual cues for a comedian is just a nightmare. And then I can't hear laughing. And then I get done with the segment, and uh, and Tucker Carlson's like, "We'll be right back." And then the engineer comes into the little closet where I'm at, and I'm like, "That was really odd." He goes, "Ah, yeah, you did good. You did good." I could hear him laughing in the control room and stuff. I'm like, "You might have want in the future. You might want to patch that through to me." <laughs> it would be good for me to know. How did you it's hear like, what questions he was asking you? Well, I, I had an earpiece in. But so you, he, he, he goes, well, what do, what do you think about this? And then I go, well, I think blah, 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 blah. And I'm just doing material. I'm just doing like joke, 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 joke. And like I can't tell if he's trying to butt in. Does it look like I'm just like like completely just uh, slamming through this? <laughs> I just I'm terrified of what this thing's going to look like. Well, I'll get 30 people to watch it tonight and I'll tell you how awesome you were. Well, that's great. You're all you're agreeing to lie. <laughs> I'm I don't think I'll be lying. You were fantastic oh. on on uh Red Eye. Well, that was see I was in the studio though. And here's yeah. the thing, it it all comes back like sense memory. And here's the deal. When I did Red Eye the first two times, mm-hmm. uh back when it was like season 1, mm-hmm. uh when Gutfeld first started it, there was a satellite. I could see what was going on in the studio in New York. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know why they would do that. I don't know why. I don't so, either, but I'm sure it'll be fine. You know why? Because you are funny. I don't know how funny I am in a broom closet with no feedback. <laughs> well. It's literally like the the nightmare scenario. I can see so, that for a stand-up comedian because you guys do yes. it for the laughs. So. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was weird. Okay, so uh, so that's going on. That'll be on tonight. Uh, Donald Trump got back from uh, his overseas trip. Uh, I thought it was great. And the whole Jared Kushner thing, and I'm just blah, 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 
blah, blah. I'm tired of it. You know what? I, I, I am too, but I feel like it's necessary to comment on. Like this whole thing and like uh, now this, that there's a website or whatever called now this. Uh, and they have this recipe where it's like half politics, half, you know, science and blah, Culture blah, blah. Culture and yeah. Yeah, and they were still like, as late as last night, they were going, Donald Trump decided not to wear his headset when the prime minister of a foreign country was talking. And Donald Trump doesn't speak that language. Meh, meh, meh. And it's a and, – and that story had been killed 24 hours previously. Yep. Because Trump, Trump just didn't wear the big uh, Dr. Dre Beats translator headphones. He had an earpiece in his right ear, so you couldn't see it in the photo. But they just decide to – Keep running with it. Keep running with it. It's it's horrible. Well, and then I'm, this dude, I this dude I know on Facebook, <clears throat> this total jerk. Uh, it, it you know he's talking about it again today, and you see like all of his little friends and his little circle are talking about it, and oh this that and the other thing, and it's like you want to point out to them, and I didn't, I don't, you know, just how incredibly uh, naive and and stupid they are. No, and it, it, the whole commentary on the entire visit, I mean, the only person I heard commenting on his European visit that I thought made any sense whatsoever was Selena Zito. Uh, she was on CNN this morning, and I happened to catch it because I'm a big fan of hers. I think she really tries to get to what people think and yeah. try to understand what's going on. Um, she's done a lot of traveling into a lot of the Midwest and central states that voted for Trump and talked to the people who did. And what she said is for the people who voted for him and even those who voted for him reluctantly, um, him going over there and doing what he did in Israel, the commentary he made in Saudi Arabia, you know, clearly saying, we're here, we'll support you, but you guys have to lead in this fight. This is your fight. Yeah. It's not our yeah. fight. That was what his most ardent supporters wanted. It's not leading from behind like Obama did. It's not acquiescing. But at the same time, it's not saying we're going to come in and save the world and fix all your problems. I, I tell you, I, I you watch these political uh, pundits on these talk shows and, and for a guy, uh, you know, from the Midwest and – and whatever it's like i don't think trump is this mysterious it's what it's what no, i like about <laughs> he went he went to saudi arabia and he goes we got a common enemy we got to get rid of these losers and i love that he calls them losers yeah. that's just the best we got to end these losers we got to drive them out we got to kill them you guys need to step up and help okay mm -hmm. let's do the sword dance i'll dance around with the swords that's all good let's 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 start killing these fellas wonderful he goes to uh, to Israel. I got your back. It's all good. Don't worry. I just talked to the guys uh, over in Saudi Arabia. We're good. We're going to do some good things together. Okay. Thanks, Donald Trump. Then off he goes, uh, you know, to, to NATO. And he goes, listen, guys, I know this is really awkward, but you got to start, uh, you got to find your wallets. You got to start paying for this stuff. We had an agreement. And people are like, oh, that's, that's horrifying. No, that's not horrifying at all. <laughs> He did exactly what I wanted him to do. That was exactly, he was exactly right. Well, and I mean, when you take a look at it, right? I mean, Germany is one of the most prosperous countries in Europe. Okay. They have a very healthy economy. They haven't been in charge of their own defense since 1945. Yep. <laughs> right. Right. So, you wow, know. You were like three, three rights in a row there. <laughs> so... <laughs> For him to say, hey, Angela, open the purse strings. And then for her ridiculous self to turn around and say, oh, we can't solely rely on the U.S. anymore. Well, A, you never really should have. <laughs> and B, we're not asking you to arm yourselves and build up your own military. We're asking you to pay your fair share in NATO, which would be far less expensive. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was. Like, listen, I, I thought I thought it was fantastic. And he, he, time time to pony up. And I love that he did it on camera, and they were all standing there. And so they can't say like it, they didn't hear it. <laughs> they got no excuses. 
Well, and just the, oh, my God, Germany, Germany, Germany. Okay, where were you people when Obama bugged her phone? Yes. Okay? You want to talk about, like, killing your allied relationship? Where were you guys when all that was going down? Right? Yeah. Nowhere. uh, So just stop. Because you know what? It's wonderful. Mad Dog, who had the quote of the week, by the way. um, Yes, he did. Yes, he did. What keeps you up at night? Nothing. Nothing. I keep other people. I keep other people up at night. <laughs> that was yes! beast yes! mode. Loved it. Um, was the, but fantastic. he already he already went over and told him. He already went over and told him the deal has got to change. Yeah, we've got to work well, together differently. Blah 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 blah. And Trump went over there and did exactly what he said he was going to do during the election. So I have no idea why everyone is so shocked. Okay, so let's 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 take a minute. So now, now the big, the big, uh, the big narrative coming out of all the think tanks and the 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 Sunday news panels is like Trump's com- coming home to all these leaks and the Jared Kushner and now the Jared Kushner thing, uh, as of as of this recording, uh, it comes out that the Russian ambassador, the Russian ambassador was saying to Kushner, "Hey, we should uh, we should set up some kind of hotline that we can talk to each other in case you guys win this thing." And some wackiness happens in Syria. And Kushner's like, yeah, I'll think about it. So that's that's, that's the okay. big. Right? Like, there was a historian on CNN this morning that said during the election, Kissinger had a back channel to Russia before yes. Nixon was ever elected. Yeah. And, and, and everyone and what, who knows what they're talking about is not concerned about this at all. Well, no, except the New York Times and then the, the WAPO and, and the CNN, they have to validate themselves. Well, WAPO and CNN both found, I don't care. I don't care. And, and it's got to be driving people on the left just absolutely bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Because every day they wake up to, well, this is it. This is it. And nothing happens. And then they wake up tomorrow. This is it. This is it. And nothing happens. I mean, it's got to be just completely maddening. Well, now, I don't remember which one they got, whether it's a special prosecutor or an independent counsel, but it's like a complete witch hunt. Witch hunt. Um, George W. Bush's attorney general was, was on this morning. I forget which journalist it was with. And he's like, what crime are you even talking about? Well, that's just it. We have to find out if there was a crime. That's but, what they keep saying. But, that's but, I, mean, I was just I was just play acting their response. I know, but it, it's like there's no evidence of a crime. <laughs> that is. That what is are you the, looking for? Well, well, that's why we have to look to see if there's something there. Which to me is that's that's the Spanish Inquisition right there. Well, it's just that's give completely... us give us. Give us everything. We want to look through everything to make sure that there's no crime. Well, what are you looking for? Well, we'll know when we find out. That's that's total. Uh, that's Nazi stuff. Mm-hmm. That's total Nazi stuff. Show me your papers. Why'd you pull me over? Show me your papers. Uh, very. However, as it goes on and on and on, I'm just uh, more and more convinced that there is there is nothing there. There's nothing to worry about. Uh, and just I just don't know how you see these people on Facebook. Uh, getting just their panties just in a twist about all of it. And I feel bad for them. And I just don't have the time or the patience to to, to hold their hand and walk them through it. Because when you do try to very casually, very, uh, you know, and not, not be preachy and not be a jerk about it, but just go, hey, well, here's this thing and here's that thing. They're like, hey, you Trumpkin, I guess facts don't matter to a Trumpkin. And that then you're just done. I'm done. I'm done and I'm moving on. Oh, but Michael, every day on Twitter, I'm called a stupid Trumper. Me. Yes. Me. Yes, because of I take a look at things and I say, well, that, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, and you vote, you voted for that guy from the odd couple. You voted for I Tony did, and I regret it. I still wouldn't have voted for Trump. I probably would have abstained, but. What, what is up with Ev- Evan McMuffin? That I he's can't still look at around. him anymore. I actually tweeted from the beer fest. I'm enjoying a wonderful Russian imperial stout. Don't tell Louise Mensch. She'll call me a lie. A spy. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, uh, it, it is. And then here's the really I, – I find it odd. I just find it very odd. I've been doing these video blogs. 
which have been a lot of fun and very, very fulfilling. And uh, I really like doing it. I'm going to keep doing it. And I want to do more and more stuff in that space of, of YouTube. And uh, our subscriptions are up, by the way. It's great. It's so much fun to watch. I have, I'm, completely, I'm completely addicted to uh, the numbers of it now. It's just part of, of a, it's a personality defect of mine. However, I, I thought I made this really, really great point about the attacks in in Manchester uh, and like if this was a fast food company we'd be freaking out like the the, vid the video was this uh, we've had all these different hashtags you know uh, pray for Paris uh, pray for Munich pray for Germany pray for London it goes on and on just from from 2015 to, to date it's about 25 different hashtags, pray for this city, pray for that city. And then my point was, if this was any other company, if it, like take take radical Islam out of it, if this was a uh, a fast food company, people would be freaking out. Absolutely. If this was and, anything and, else, people would be freaking out. And they completely are looking the other way and they can't be objective about it. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is such a well-crafted, it's right there, it's dancing on the edge of it, but it's it's clear and it's concise and it's it's a great point. And uh, wow, I, I thought I thought it would be like in the millions of clicks. I, I really thought it would be huge. You can't predict viral, man. You had that one Cheryl Atkinson one go crazy. So well, you know what it is, and then I, I think people just they don't want to share it because they don't want to be like, oh, this, if I share this, I'm going to look like an Islamophobe. <laughs> which was which was actually part of the piece. In well, the, it's actually in the video. I'm actually I, I'm actually very tired of that word. Very tired of that word. Well, I I'm have sure a, a significant I have a significant issue with a group of people who think my head needs to be chopped off simply because I live with my Western values of individual freedom, liberty. And some degree of fun, right? Liberty Gypsy. Last week, you had attacks in Manchester, mm -hmm. in the Philippines. It's still going Egypt, on in the Philippines. In Egypt mm -hmm. and Indonesia. Welcome to Ramadan. And and people are just acting like – and then a, another friend of mine on Facebook posts this thing where, like, these Christians, these uh, Christian pastors or whatever, got a billboard up going, uh, yikes. Uh, radical Islam's a problem, and this guy's like they call themselves Christians. I'm embarrassed, and he's yeah, got no. a ton, a ton of comments. Where like, and I, I just wrote, I couldn't help myself. I'm like, oh, you're very brave. You're very brave. If I recall correctly, it was the Pope who kicked the radical Muslims out of Europe, like I don't well, know, a couple hundred years ago. This Being is one a of those good Christian where... does not preclude you from having an issue with people who lop the heads off of others. I, I, say, I swear, it's. <laughs> The latter being far less Christian. There's a lot of times on this program, on on the television show, and on on this program where you just know you're ahead of the curve. And and I don't want to be right about this. This is one of those I don't want to be right about this. But like we're way ahead of it. Mm -hmm. We're way ahead of it. And a year from now, people go, okay, it's time. It's time we wake up and smell the coffee. I'm like, good lord. It, well, if it was, I, if it was, if it was Burger Hut, like my, my point in the in the video was like Chipotle. Chipotle gave sixty people food poisoning a couple years ago. Sixty people got like they, they vomited and they they probably pooped their pants, and the world stopped. Mm -hmm. The world stopped because Chipotle, an an organization like Chipotle, made people's tummies rumbly, and here you have like four attacks. In a seven-day period, and people are like, what did we do? We have to carry on. And I tell you what, no, we don't have to carry on. And this doesn't have to be the new normal. And yeah. I want the travel ban. I that don't was the want other it to be the new normal. I don't want it I, to be the new normal in any way. <laughs> I want the travel ban. And, so and do I. I. I these, these judges who are like, well, you could – from what he said on the campaign trail, from what he said on the campaign trail, take that out of it. I – I, I don't like it when Supreme Court justices do it, when they go, well, here's what they really meant. No, what's on the piece of paper you're reading? How about the, How about you make a judgment on the piece of paper you're reading? Oh, drives I, me crazy. I read the most ridiculous paragraph from that because 
one of the things that was called for in that travel ban, right, was things I'd really like to know, right? How many thwarted terrorist attacks do we have? We know the F, we know that we have terrorist attacks that are stopped in this country between DHS and, and FBI and New York City police. I mean, they work actively to prevent these things and we don't hear about them. So we don't really know what the scope of the problem is. Part of that travel ban called for analysis of these things and reporting so that the American public could be aware at why the threat level is what it is when they declare it orange or purple or whatever color it is this week. Right? Yeah. So because in that list of categories that they wanted to um, monitor was honor killings, that was that was Islamophobic. That's why it got turned down. I, that it's uh, you, you look at these some of these reports and like the, they'll casually just like breeze over something like I guess in I don't know if it's all of the UK or just in London or just in Manchester or whatever. But there's like seven Sharia courts mm-hmm. that are open for business and, yep. and hear cases. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm sorry. You're, you're either a citizen of England or, or you're a citizen of uh, Sharia land. You you can't have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. Ooh, which brings me. I mean, this is. I'm sorry, it's a huge shift, but I just don't want to forget to say this. This happens all the time. We record this, and then I look back and I listen. I'm like, oh man, I wanted to say that. Here's the argument that I'm going to start making uh, about the whole I- immigration thing, right? With with people like, oh, we need all these migrants, and we need these illegal immigrants, and we need the constant steady flow of people. Yet they also want uh, Obamacare to succeed. Now, I don't know how you can have a nation without borders but has all these social services. Who's going to pay for all this stuff? Now, if you want to lock it down, if you want to go like total hardcore Ann Coulter and just lock it down, nobody new comes in, then perhaps we can start talking about health care is free because then we know how many people are here and how many we have to pay for. It's like when you have a cake at a party. You're like, how many people are going to be here? Oh, there's 20? Okay, I need I need a cake that serves 20 people. If we have a cake that serves 20 people and and 50 more people keep showing up to the party that weren't invited, you're going to run out of cake. So what, what do you want, America? Do you want to have cake or do you not want to have cake? This was a very sly line in the Trump budget. But what do you mean? There are certain benefits now, from what I read this morning, a cause according to the proposal, um, that child care tax credit, earned income tax credits, and other tax credits will actually require that you have a social security number, and it's valid. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. I love it. I love it. it is fully endorsed by me. Uh, I, I, wow. If we, if we can, If we can stop, stop giving away the free stuff... I think a lot of these problems solve themselves. It is. Oh my gosh! And then I put it. I put it on the. Uh, I put it on the Facebook page uh, the other day. God bless that. What's his name? Director Nick Mulvaney. Mulvaney. Yes, I loved that video. That was uh, awesome. Share that sucker, and I, I just loved it. And and I'm and it, I sounded. I felt so hacky when I was writing the post. Like finally, but that is the thing. They they use these scare tactics. He's gonna cut this. He's gonna cut that. He's gonna cut that. And like, I'm sorry that if you said last year uh, we spent a hundred dollars, and next year you want to spend a hundred and twenty, but we're only gonna spend a hundred and ten. You can't call that a cut. That's an increase. That's an increase. And you know what what he was actually talking about in the business world. I dealt with for years. It's called zero based budgeting. You have exactly la- next year. What you had last year, figure it out. But yep, and that in production and marketing and whatever. And I think if we did that for about five years in the federal government, whoa, it would get a lot smaller. That was a one of the very first Michael Topias we ever did. Mm-hmm. Was here's your there is no argument about the budgets for next year. I'll tell you what the budget for next year is. It's the budget you had this year. Same amount. That's it. Yep. Do you want to hear something crazy? What? Well, that's not crazy. It's actually kind of fun. Uh, number of page visits to the Facebook page. And this is just a little pat on the back to you and I. Uh, we're up 293%. It's because we got good stuff. Holy moly. That's that's big. Mm-hmm. And the YouTube uh, page, thanks for subscribing, you guys. Share these videos. That's that's I, It's it's all an algorithm. I, I love it. But, like, I love going around the mainstream media and I love like sharing like this Mitch Mulvaney. That's not a cut. That's an increase. Mm-hmm. Letting people see that it's it's the only way. 
it is the only way. Social media is – it's fun. It's frustrating. I certainly don't understand it. I'm about to shake a bunch of people loose from Twitter. The Twitter's going to get a lot racier. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> like I, I really I – really, I love talking about these people because I don't have enough – you only have so many characters on Twitter. But there's just some real uh, sticks in the mud <laughs> that are about to have their uh, – their heart rate's going to go through the roof. Well, my, you know, I have no problem not being a stick in the mud. The people that are really starting to irritate me, and I mean really starting to irritate me, are the purity test people. Oh, I'm done with them. Like, you need to get your own tent because you are so boring and so awful. Who would ever want to join your team? Seriously. I mean, they're like incredibly negative people. Like, let's let's it. let's you know, fire Hannity. Let's let's be mad at Stacy because she doesn't care that Ben Jacobs got his glasses broke. I have a limited capacity to care about things, and Ben Jacobs is not one of them. <laughs> I'm serious. This is the same guy who, in 2014, tweeted out that he and a bunch of other journalists wanted to punch Benji Backer in the face, who was a 16-year-old conservative who worked at the Blaze, and now he wants yeah. to whine about getting his glasses broken. Oh, you hurt me and take an ambulance ride? Really? Go get on with yourself, Beta Boy. Here's anyway. a here's a dramatic a dramatic reenactment of the Ben Jacobs air quote attack. It's like <laughs> scuffle, scuffle, scuffle. And then he goes, you broke my glasses. And then you body slammed me and broke my glass. <laughs> he adjusts he adjusts his story. Uh, listen, I'll say it now. You can't do it. You can't do it. You're not allowed to do it. You can't put your hands on another human being. That is assault. Okay? I'm down with that. Now, the whole this whole narrative that's being pushed now donald trump is responsible for no 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 you know who's responsible a, a, a super tired guy running for uh office in montana that's yeah. who's responsible that's who's responsible and like i said I, I, my my outrage meter is broken after 2016 there's very few things i get outraged about right um but so is my capacity to care Right. Like there's things I care about. I care what's, about what's going on in the <laughs> Philippines. I care that North Korea just launched another bomb and almost hit Japan. Japan. OK. I care about Trump's budget. I care about the things that are going to affect me and my family. Um, ben Jacobs getting his glasses busted ain't one of those. So I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> I just don't care. Yeah. The guy <laughs> the guy said he was sorry. Uh, maybe he should have given him also a, a coupon for lens crafters. Maybe. Like, sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but he apologized. Uh, it's all good. But because I don't care, uh, I'm not a real conservative. Because I don't say it was okay to punch Richard Spencer and not okay to body slam Ben Jacobs. In actuality, dudes, they're both wrong. And I don't care what a jerk Spencer is. You know, you know what? what I mean? And thank you it's for just... bringing that up. Thank you for bringing that up. That's a, a really great point. And a lot of people were making it on on Twitter, but I think they were making it, they were preaching to the choir, but, but honestly, like shame on anybody who celebrated that Spencer dude getting punched in the face. They're like, ha ha, this is what you get. And then being horrified that, a that a, a journalist got punched. Well, Either I mean, violence is good or violence is bad. The whole Pick. thing about it was, you know, with Spencer, you're punching a Nazi. Well, Good God, radical leftist, according to you, I'm a Nazi, so you can punch me. That You use that label well, oh, for everybody. <laughs> that's, the that's the dangerous place we're at. That, yeah. That's funny because that's what I was on Tucker Carlson uh, about, was talking these, these, these commencement speeches and free speech and blah, blah, blah. So people go, oh, we like, we like free speech. We don't like hate speech. Well, then the person who has the power is the person who decides which speech is what. Mm -hmm. So that you can't do that. You can't parse it up like that. And you can't say, well, punching a Nazi is okay. Punching a reporter is bad. No, punching a person is bad. You, we don't solve that's, – that's the only way this little republic works is like we decided to use politics instead of violence. Right. We decided to use our words. <clears throat> so, yeah, you, you can't have it both ways. Well, I mean did you hear about that progressive professor out in I think it was Oregon? No. Well, the campus, it's Oregon, right? You live in California. You understand. Um, so every year on this small liberal arts campus, all of the students of color 
leave campus for a day to make an impression of what the world would be like without them. Kind of like the women who walked off the job, you know, this is what life would be with without us. And I love these days. I that, love that's, it when that's they a, go life that's, without a blank. That is a proactive thing where people are trying to prove a point. Well, this year they flipped it and the student body decided all the white people, professors and students needed to leave campus for a day. So in other words, instead of it being a proactive thing where I as a person of color or a woman decide to leave a place so people can feel my absence, they were forcing people off campus. A very progressive professor said, I ain't going anywhere. This is backwards, guys. This is not how we do this. Yeah. And he had to leave campus for his own safety. <laughs> oh, my Lord. The students like took over the campus. The inmates literally took over the asylum. Do what we want or you're going to get hurt. Exactly. Say what we like or you're going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. That is uh, the progressive agenda. Or you're going to get booed, or we're going to walk out of your commencement speech, or our kids aren't going to get your or their picture taken with Paul Ryan. I, I've just, I've, I am just shocked. I tell you that, shocked, that one, shocked. It's, it's, it's weird. The ones like I didn't have like the the kids walking out of uh, Mike Pence. Okay, whatever. You know, you did it. You made your thing, and I'm glad they did that quietly, and it was their form. However, the eighth graders not wanting to have their picture taken. Uh, with Paul Ryan, I, that one really hit a nerve. That well, one really hit a nerve. It hit and this an... is not going to be, this is not sunshine and lollipops. This is, oh my gosh, here goes Loftus again on his chicken little. This, uh, the sky is falling. It's this younger generation that I'm worried about, that I'm concerned about. These kids, they're they're in the eighth, they're in the eighth grade, and they've already been indoctrinated into. This guy is a conservative, ergo, he's evil. Well, I cannot I be in the I same mean, picture with it's him. An indoc- it's, it's politics entering everything. We have talked about this before. I change deodorants because I don't like to be told what to think. I may agree with you. Okay, now, right now, right now, right now, yeah. right now, right now, you're talking the problem. You're, you're literally talking the problem. And you're taking that, that moral high ground of, I don't like it when... Mm-hmm. The rules have changed. We can't have like I'm I'm past this. Like oh, politics. Yes, politics is in everything. It is in everything. And unless people who enjoy personal liberty and private property and personal rights mm-hmm. get their shit together, uh, forty four forty. <laughs> until we get our, until we get our crap together it's all gonna be it's gonna be gone and people are gonna wonder like fox news ratings are down 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 eighth graders don't want to have their picture taken with paul ryan it is a battle it's a it's a cultural battle and we're just getting our asses handed to us and everybody can be like well i i i I don't have time for that i just want to do everybody's going to do their own thing everybody's going to do their own thing and it's and they're going to wake up and it's going to be too late For everybody out there with a uh, fire Hannity handle on Twitter, change it to watch the flip side. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, I, stop killing each other. Let's stop beating each other up. That It's the most destructive thing in here's, the world. And here's a, mm-hmm. just to add on to what you're saying. The, the people who are like, well, Hannity's ratings are down. Uh, Hannity's in trouble because he's not doing a quality broadcast. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. I find it. I find it very odd. Everybody wants to shut down this Seth Rich thing. I find that really weird. The more you try, and this is for the people on the moral high ground. I, I'm sorry. Let's just Seth Rich worked for the DNC, uh, and supposedly he was he was the leaker. I don't know. Uh, he gets murdered in a what a robbery where they didn't take anything. I'm sorry. That's that's a case. That's a so case. Would I. I would like to know who killed that young man. And you're like, well, the family said to stop. Okay, now we really need to find out. Now we really need to find out. Why the hell would this would the family be like, stop trying to find my son's yeah. murderer? Are you kidding me? And these people are Hannity's an embarrassment? You're an embarrassment. Now, here's the something else for people who don't know the way TV works. They're like, oh, well, but make a better product. Make a better product. I, I tell you, the only reason the Flipside TV show, and it's a catch-22, the only reason I have a television show that's on the air is because no one knows <laughs> it's on the air. <laughs> uh, 
I'm yep. not even kidding. If these uh, these and this is just the, for the first time me saying it publicly and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I honestly I don't care anymore. I don't. These stations talk to the distributor. We want to have the show. We want to carry the show. If we do, we will be sued. There will be a boycott boycott. The fear of the boycott is so strong and so powerful. It is not a, a fair competition. Well, and it's not even that it's just unfair. What's so, stupid is the people on the right spend all their time boycotting Hannity. <laughs> Can we boycott yes. ABC for cutting yes. off and Tim Allen's show? That show half of America yeah. really, really liked. They, I, I have. It's, it's like herding cats. With the and it's it's like the right's mm-hmm. version of the social. Except justice it's trained warriors, on ourselves, right? Look how much I care. Look how much I care about the Constitution. I'm perfectly willing to. And like, I don't want like blind obedience, right? But we get it. I I truly think that we are the cooler people because we do have the the moral wherewithal to go, dude. That's not cool. You're not allowed to do that. You can't be lying. We're pretty good about policing our own. We're pretty darn good about it. But you can lay off the let's get rid of Hannity. Uh, the, it's Fox News mm-hmm. is in uh, a bit of a tailspin. And uh, it's it's just laughable. It's not like they're going to go away tomorrow. However, uh, it just the problem just gets uh, compounded more and more. As MSNBC gets more viewers and CNN gets more viewers, and, and you, know, you know for a fact uh, that no. they're not peddling facts. They're not, they're not peddling facts. And you're, you're just, you're just okay with it. You're like, well, I'm going to show I'm a really good conservative because I'm going to nee, 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 and Sean Hannity touched his nose and I thought he was picking a booger and we shouldn't have to watch that. Bing, bing, bing. I'm a good conservative. They're losers. Well, and I think they're part losers. of it for me is I have never registered for either political party ever. I want, I want, well, in California, you have to. And here's what I want. I want my best chance. It's why I voted for Trump. I want my best mm-hmm. chance for what I want. I'm I'm very I'm I'm listen, I know that Hillary dreams of a of a country with with open borders and yeah, come on in everybody and I want green energy and open borders and that's how I want the world to be. It was really like a Katy Perry kind of a uh, world view. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that. So I went with Trump and boy oh boy oh boy, I, I'm I'm so glad that dude is in charge. Well, Woo-hoo! I mean, oh man, you know, I can't imagine. I can't. I have imagine to make up President my own Hillary label, like. right? I'm a liver conservative because I don't because drink you don't Budweiser. drink Budweiser. You you definitely. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, I was a callback to your little American loggers. No, I, I say I'm a liver conservative because I am too hawkish to be a libertarian. I want the travel ban. I think we need to control our borders, right? libertarians don't want all that they want free market everything we can't have that till we stop paying people to come here got to do first things first right and i am far too socially liberal because i don't care what you do i don't care who you sleep with i don't care who you marry (laughs) to be a conservative i mean it's just like the purity tests are everywhere and i'm just like i just want to be with the people who are fun how do we reach them (laughs) here here's the deal we are we're we're getting through like but i want to like I feel like we're in like this little yes. bubble and I want to break out. I just want to break out. And I like, like I said, the subscriptions are up on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for that. And um, I really wanted, I want to build this community and I'm, it's, it's kind of weird. We are kind of coming back around to it, it full circle in the show, but like, I want to help out, you know, these little craft beer places and I want to help out. Like I want to find some charitable thing. I really want to build a, a community, and you don't even have to be like I'm gonna I'm gonna say like minded in a very like loosey goosey like, like, kind of a term, right? I, like I want to do my thing, you want to do your thing. I don't care who you're banging or in what style. I really don't. <laughs> okay. Just, I just hope you're having fun, but I just don't want Big well, Brother. And, and, but we do like people to be responsible. You know who we I do like? I gotta to be get responsible in touch with for their own stuff. Like personal accountability is big. We yeah. want to help other people. Okay, small businesses and Uber, good things, good things. But, you know, I I just this whole mentality and it's just it's everywhere. We're going to make you a good conservative. No, really, you're not, because I'm never going to care about these particular things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I. uh, Yeah. So we're going to have to uh, think on that. We are. Obviously, we are doing it. And people are finding I got the sweetest 
sweetest. Last week it was great. The message from the lady, she and her son stumbled across the, the YouTube channel. They 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 watched all the things. Oh, I got another one of those this week, and it's what keeps me going. It really does. This dude uh, is in Vegas. He started following us on Twitter and and Facebook and and the YouTube channel and all this stuff. The guy's in Vegas. He go. He comes back up. I, don't, I, I should have asked him where he was staying. <clears throat> and if you're listening, I, I'm sorry. I, I forgot. I, <laughs> I forgot your little Twitter handle. But you're awesome, and you made my week. The guy's in Vegas. Goes to his hotel room three o'clock in the morning. The flip side is on. He can't believe it. He loses it. He loves the show. He dove in. He can't believe it. And then he come. And then it happened to him two nights in a row. He comes back to his hotel room at three o'clock in the morning and the flip side is on TV and he's like, oh my gosh, you were on again. The best. It's just the best. It's just the best. It is. It really, really, uh, it, it makes me, well, it makes me feel good. And I, you know, I just, I think we've got to, I don't know, somehow um, rebrand the whole thing because it's just not working. The whole what idea do you mean, rebrand the whole thing? right-minded. It's not about being a stick in the mud. It's not about... Being socially conservative, it's not. It, it's really about the freedom to be who you are. And if I think about, if I think about growing up and when I was a kid, that's what the left actually used to be about. They're not anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm going to tell you right now, and and I'm joking. Uh-huh. Maybe forty five percent more. More nudity, <laughs> nudity solves all of that. that. Okay. I'm, I'm not kidding. If, if you look at like, I did it kind of as as a bit of an experiment. It made me laugh, and I thought it was kind of funny. But like, uh, you know, you put up you put up a post uh, about, you know, oh, people showing their butts in beautiful landscapes is the is the new oh, it thing. Totally exploded. Boy, that thing exploded. And people, people, Boy, <laughs> everybody's clicking on. We we need more nudity on the website. On Facebook, and then we'll just kind of sprinkle in some. Hey, capitalism <laughs> saves more lives than socialism. Just kind of like the cake. The cake is going to be made out of uh, mm-hmm. n- nudity and comedy, and then the icing is going to be. Uh, hey, and let's be cool to one another, and, and there you go. Get Big Brother there out of our go. lives. If you want to join us on that journey, please, please follow along. Ab- absolutely, it's going to be a good time. I just I saw this thing. Uh, on, um, I think it might have been. Oh, it was on. It was on Tucker Carlson's show. Adam Carolla and Dennis Prager yep. are making this movie about intolerance on college campuses. Now, here's the problem. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge Adam Carolla fan. I really like that guy. Yep. I, and I, and Dennis Prager as well. However, that movie is all. Right. You're already preaching to the choir. Uh, I'm glad they're doing. I'm glad they're doing it. I'm sure it'll be funny and. Uh, Adam Carolla is really good with man on the street stuff. And however, I don't think my, my concern about it is you're, right. that's not being a magnet. You, you have to, you have to, you have to put a lot more, mm-hmm. uh, sugar on that. Cause that it's like, it looks like it's going to be a movie of medicine and like, Oh, you're going to have a bunch of, you know, people coming out of it going, oh, I wish they would have said this. They really should have said that. Blah, 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 blah. And these conservatives policing themselves. I don't know. Well, I'll, yeah, we'll and, review, and they did one of, that like that movie. not too long ago with a bunch of comedians uh, uh, talking about um, – I forget what, what it was, was called. That? What's his uh, – Gilbert Godfrey and um, I forget who else was in it. But they actually talked about why they don't go to college campuses anymore. Yeah, and just said, no, we're, we're not wow. going to do that. So, I mean, there's another similar thing out there that, that, that got some press, and I, I, I wonder what this one is more specifically going to be about because, you know, Prager University has had a lot of its uh, videos taken off of YouTube um, or, or banned because they're not yeah. advertiser-friendly because telling the truth apparently is not advertiser-friendly. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see the, the full range of what that's about, but... You know, um, God bless them for doing it, and I'll give them enough to get the T-shirt. <laughs> yes. Okay. If there's a couple subjects. I'm just going to write them down uh, right now that we have to get to uh, next week. Uh, we're really going to talk about uh, the whole Wonder Woman thing. We can, we can, we can. We'll talk about the movie. Hopefully, I'm uh, it on I will have seen it. I'm, <laughs> I'm so behind the times. I hope it's good. Even if I really hope it's good. Because I want a sequel. Even I want more. I want more at, Wonder at Woman. Gal Gadot, 
Gal Gadot for an hour and 40 minutes. That's pretty good. Uh, she is easy on the eyes. And she I is love, a good, good Wonder Woman. She beats uh, Kathy Lee Crosby too. or whoever. Oof. And she had the best Mother's Day post ever. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> I thought I thought hers was great. I don't even I don't even mind that Wonder Woman music that mm-hmm. at first I laughed out loud. When they used it in Batman versus Superman, I literally laughed out loud. I thought it was so jokey. But now it's weird. It, it's it's kind of caught on. I'm glad that dude uh, crashed the Alamo Draft House women's only screening of Wonder Woman. I know the internet has gone crazy. Twitter's gone crazy about that, but good for him. I think he so. bought a ticket. He can go. Ha, well, ha, ha, and, ha, and, ha. And, and, and all this has proven to me okay. is that radical feminists have zero understanding of the history of the character. Yeah, yeah, and and don't because it mm-hmm. just. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. We're going to use Wonder Woman for this. We're going to do a screening, and we're going to raise money for Planned Parenthood. And then you're like, well, I don't think Wonder Woman would approve. And they're like, you know, Wonder Woman's not real. Well, then why do you care so much that you're doing <laughs> all like this It's like the vicious circle. <laughs> just, yes. uh, I want it next week. Uh, there's going to be Wonder Woman talk. There's also going to okay. be Deep State talk. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm getting a little – there's something funny to these people who, right. who say that there is no Deep State. And if you just look at if you just look at political contributions from federal employees, mm-hmm. they're overwhelmingly yep. for the liberal candidate. So if you are uh, an employee of the federal government and you are supporting the liberal candidate, you have a vested interest in oh you want you want the Democrat to win, so mm-hmm. your job is safe. So you have a you have you literally have a financial interest in Trump doing poorly. You want him out of there because right now you're worried about your job. So for anybody going, there's no such thing uh, as the, the deep state. Yeah, it is. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's very, very pedestrian. It's, it's not no, like a group no, of no. cigar smoking people in a, but that's where the leaks are coming from. These, I think these leaks yeah. are coming from inside the white house. I think somebody's Low trying to make somebody else. But no, I, I, I don't, I don't believe that. At all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. L L B. Low-level bureaucrats. Okay, it's time we're going to rock this Memorial Day episode with some Michael Topias. Lord, I, I hope you have some because I'm looking through my notes. Okay, hit me. Now here, I'll set it up. In Michael Topia, we have different rules. The real world has a set of uh, rules and laws we have to follow that don't make a lot of sense. But in Michael Topia, we have different rules like this one from the Liberty In Gypsy. Michael Topia, if you are on a social media platform and you are a purported journalist and you send out something that is later proven not to be true, you have to delete the tweet. Ooh, yep. that's a great one. People are not that's allowed to continue one. retweeting crap. And I love it. That one's, that one's going to go in the TV show. If you are a journalist, you are not allowed to surmise or speculate on what the president is about to do before he does it. Yes. Those You're two things have driven me nuts it. for the last 48 hours. That is great. Okay, here's here's mine. It's kind of half-baked. Uh, in Michael Topia, when we start talking about the affordable uh, uh, health care, blah, 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 we first have to talk about Massachusetts. How's Massachusetts doing? Like, no one brings that up. Supposedly, they've got it all figured out, and everybody in Massachusetts gets free health care. Is it working? Are they – are people happy with it? Before we start talking about how this huge nationwide runaway freight train of federal spending is going to go, how about we we talk about Massachusetts a little bit more? Why is this such a mystery? Or how about we just leave it to the states because you're about to find out. <laughs> There you have it. Well, that's my <laughs> retirement plan. That's my retirement plan. I go to I go to New York. My kids go to college for free. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have to like get a crappy job somewhere. So I make sure I to make sure I don't make too much money. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure I'm under that threshold so my kids get free college. Then after the kids get out of college, we scooch right on over to Massachusetts and I get uh, free health care. Or you could move them to a lovely red state like Georgia where you can have guns, right? And if they do well in school, they can go to college for 100% tuition free no matter what. Say what? 
in the state of Georgia, we have what is called the Hope Scholarship. So if your child ends up at the highest level, they get what's called the Zell Miller Scholarship, and they get 100% of their tuition oh, paid. I don't want a scholarship. I want my kids to roll out of bed without even having to try. <laughs> <laughs> now that I cannot deal with. But yeah, I have a kid. I, 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 I had I had two Zell Millers and another move on when ready. So, yep. Oh, oh, we got to talk about the, that jerk from New York. Was it the mayor de Blasio in the, in the, the parade jerk. in the parade with the terrorist like this, <laughs> like the for real terrorist. That's not hyper, that's not hyperbole. That's like a straight out marching with a terrorist. Yep. Like, what are you thinking? All right. It was a fun show. Get out there. I hope you had a because this will come out later in the week. Uh, I, I have a couple wishes for you. I hope you had a great Memorial Day. Uh, and uh, I hope I did well on Tucker Carlson. <laughs> yes, Michael has a wish for you. He hopes he does well. <laughs> yes. That is how, that's the kind of giver. Uh, and I, I hope, hope, I hope I, they enjoy it too. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm serious. And I'm going to, I'm going to try to say this every week. Uh, thanks for taking the time out to support uh, the podcast and the website and the the Facebook page and the YouTube channel. This is how communities start, and it's it's a wonderful thing to witness. The numbers are getting bigger. The numbers are getting bigger. And it's because you guys are being cool and you're sharing stuff and you're turning people onto the show. And people in Vegas are stumbling across the TV show. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it works. And it works great when you help and you've been helping and so I love you have a great week and I'll talk to you next time on the Loftus Party